You ready for another map? I love maps. Yes. Do you, do you love a map as much as I do? Because I love maps. I'm sure the listeners are excited for another map that they can't see. <laughs> yeah. So let me definitely describe what's going on There are so many bushes, here. guys. Oh my god. Yeah. We need to describe what's happening here. Um, There's a bush on the left. There's a bush <laughs> on the right. This is ASMR describing a map. There looks like there's a gate. Welcome to City in Snow, an RPG actual play podcast. This is Lizzie, pronouns she, her, and today I'm your very special Photoshop wizard. With me, I have... This is Anna, she, her pronouns. I play the deep elf blood hunter Ilivara, also using she, her pronouns. And last time... I honestly can't remember what she did last time. I feel like she chilled while other people absolutely panicked. She went through a bag. You did I go did. through a bag. I dumped yes. a whole bag onto the floor. Yeah, yeah. that was important. <laughs> yep. Hi, I'm Izzy, they, them. I play Yor, a tiefling paladin. And last time they were the nicest to Zerabelle and convinced her to join them as a witness to a very distressing situation. Uh, hi, I'm Lane. She, her, I play Hannah, who is a half-elf champion fighter, and last week she once again proved brawn prevails over brains and hit shit, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> who needs a lockpick? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Miranda. My pronouns are they, them, or he, him, and I play six. Uh, it's Baxi Sorcerer, who uses he, him pronouns, and last time he got a ring and now has three rings on his hand and also held a gnome inappropriately <laughs> by the head. <laughs> yeah. not, not too inappropriately. Last time, after entering the Great Hall of Statues and finding a hidden gnome named Zerabelle, who definitely has never done anything wrong in her entire life, the party found a small laboratory of the Lorekeeper, which contained a spellbook in an evil language and vials of troll blood. After that, they found the murdered corpse of Master Spellright, one of the six masters of the First Bastion Mercenary Company who they could have sworn they saw walking into town the other night. So we left off with the party, um, with the corpse and with uh, Zerabel and Carpathius in tow, getting on their cart and heading back to the city of Elthana's stand. Who is driving? And could they please make a driving check for me, please? Uh, I'm just going to assume I am. Okay. Do you have proficiency with land vehicles? Yes. Nice. What check would you want that to be? Like, what? Isn't it usually dexterity, even though that's kind of dumb? <laughs> yes. I'm I'm reasonably sure that it is dexterity, but I wanted to check to see it was like some sort of animal handling wisdom BS. Um, 
I want to say your choice, wisdom, or dex. Okay, I'll do it as an animal handling then. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a five. Oh. Congrats <laughs> on your nat one. Wow. So Do we just, like, tumble, like, <laughs> horrible accident? <laughs> no, I, I think what happens is that it takes you a very long time to get back. I think um, when you left, it was maybe mid-afternoon, early afternoon, and Hannah's just having a rough time with this. And even though you don't fully manage to break anything, there's just like, it's, it's like someone driving a car extremely slowly and carefully, and it sucks. You don't need to, but at the same time, Hannah's like, you know, there's... There's ice in the ground, so I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that um, by the time sunset comes around, you're still a solid two to three hours out from the city. You're only halfway there. It's taken you basically twice as long. So um, you could stop and rest, or you could keep going. We don't have time to rest. I will say that um, the drive back is going to be a short rest for you all. Okay. Except for probably Hannah, because you've been driving. I was going to say, if you guys wanted to rest, maybe Six could try to run to the city. <laughs> if that would be faster. <laughs> if I need to, like, notify someone right away. But... Uh, Aren't you a prissy boy? Yeah, but I'm a cat. <laughs> I got. He's got the feelings. He's gone. Yeah, after sitting in the really slow cart for a while, he's just like ready to go. <laughs> no, I don't know. Uh, whatever the group thinks is best, of course. It might be prudent to send a runner instead. Um, Zirabelle does pipe up and volunteer to run Absolutely to the city. Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm good to go either way. I'm getting a bit tired, but uh, I can keep going and just snooze when we get there. Compared to someone running, how much time? So if so, the cart still has three or four hours. You said right. Yes. And running, what would the difference be? Can I look it up on Google Maps? Uh, yeah, you can. <laughs> I think there's actually rules for this. Are there rules? Are there rules for anything in this oh. godforsaken game? Let's. I have a suggestion. <laughs> sure. Uh, I have. Well, your has fine steed. Your can. Summon a pal and ride off. <laughs> oh shit! Oh yeah. my! How long is Fine Steed? It takes ten minutes to cast. Uh, so that's could be that. And how long does it last? Uh, um, it just keeps going, doesn't it? When... Like the Energizer Bunny. It's not around forever, is it? Yeah, right. I don't know. If, I don't think it's timed. Oh, okay. So you get to choose when it ends, or if it gets like KO'd. It sounds like you f you physically find a horse that just comes to you. <laughs> no, no, it's a it's a pal, uh, magical 
companion. Magic pal. Yeah, I specifically have information for her. I think that would be good if that will last long enough because Yor is a trustworthy type, also Aww. a paladin. So they would take them at their word, hopefully. I hope so. Um, so I don't know if you'd want me to come with you because my uncle is the Master Dragonheart, so like I can get you an audience with him. Um, like when you arrive in town, I don't know who you would tell if you arrived in town. Um, otherwise, like who, who would be, I guess maybe if we have any other contacts from the first Bastion mercenary company. Oh yeah, it might be good to go together. I think the, I think the only one we've got is Carpathius at the moment. <laughs> yeah. True. So if you want, I could ride with you, your, or something. Or, or I could. Hmm. <laughs> uh, what What are the? Who do you know? <laughs> what, what's the take on riding double? Uh, she's a mammoth donkey. Mammoth donkey. <laughs> yeah, she's all white. Her name is Sweetening. She's a good girl. Aww. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, this donkey is gonna make me sing Christmas songs. Oh, don't please don't. <laughs> <laughs> Does your donkey have a stat block that I would need to see? Like, is it giant donkey or something? Um, dire donkey. Dire donkey. <laughs> <laughs> is there specifically one? I was just going off of, like, uh, aesthetic substitute for a horse, <laughs> essentially. Well, uh, there is... Wait, specifically. is it... A large mm-hmm. donkey, or is she like? Yes. Okay, so she's not yeah. like got parts of a mammoth and parts of a donkey. Oh no! It's it's <laughs> literally it's it's a breed of donkey that is yeah. large enough for a person to ride. Yeah, cool. I want to look at this up, but it's using the stat block of like the regular horse. Unless there is a, an account for no, that. No, um, you want the stat block of a donkey? They can carry a lot more. Donkey oh, okay, slash cool. mule is actually combined. Which is interesting oh. to me for, like, a couple reasons. Um, yeah, right? Yeah. Aww, they're so cute. Yeah, they, they are. are. Oh, my God. Look at their ears. Yeah. Aww. <laughs> I looked up large donkey D&D to see if that's, like, a thing that people have done, and it just brought up mule D&D 52. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. We'll, lift, we'll uh, play that game. <laughs> And let's go with, I just think it's cool that Camel is on here, and Camel seems to have speed is at 50, carrying capacity is a little bit more. I'm going to say two people is fine, but you can't go at a super fast pace with two people. Would it still be faster Um, than how we were going before? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Even a normal pace is going to be faster than what you were going at before. What if I used uh, Alter Self? Can I become, like, a halfling or something so I don't weigh as much? Or do I still... Dissolve yourself? Let's see, I... Is that illusion-based or an actual, like, transfiguration type of situation? Oh. You can't appear as a creature of a different size than you and your basic shape stays the same. It says you decide what you look like, including your 
Your height, weight, facial features, and sound of your voice, hair length, coloration, and distinguishing characteristics. So what I'm hearing is I can be myself, but skinnier. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but I think it it wouldn't necessarily be something that would make or break going faster. Okay, I can't be like, Mm. baby six. Like a... No, but that's really cute, though. Tiny, cute tiny Rick. <laughs> no, <laughs> worst possible version. <laughs> Sorry. Um. So yeah. So if you wanted to, you can pace. Uh, go faster than the party, and get there in an hour and a half or two hours, rather than three hours. Okay. Unless Six just wants to take sweetening and ride off. Am I able to do that? <laughs> to go ahead. She's not going to, like... Yeah, she's not bound to you. Okay. Um, that might be good, and then you all can rest and meet up soon. I think... Well, I'm not getting a rest. <laughs> Aw. No, I mean, like, you guys can, like, chill for a bit. Like, we were talking about whether or not we were going to take a rest or, like, move forward. But then there's also the option of six, like, skedaddling off to the city. Well, I think the best option is for one of someone to go ahead and warn, like, people that there's going to be... Uh, we're bringing some wi- some shit's going down. Um, so you go ahead and warn people rather than us just rocking up. I'm going to, like, Paul Revere into the city. Nest panic. Do it. Let's go. <laughs> Thank you for fine steed. Yes, sorry, I should have done that earlier. No, it's fine. I'm just like, hmm. Okay. Um. So yeah, I can I can run off and do that and warn people that the the shapeshifters are coming. <laughs> The shapeshifters aren't yeah, here. Yeah, I think that's the best choice. <laughs> reptilian. <laughs> I think that's the best choice at the moment. Big sci-fi energy. Oh, <laughs> the aliens. <laughs> Maybe mass panic isn't the best thing to start no, with. I- <laughs> no, no, go for it. Do it. <laughs> oh my god. I think I'm gonna go. Sorry. I I was checking my inventory to see if I have like a bell that I could just be ringing. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't. So I oh think God. I'm just gonna go to my oh uncle. <laughs> I think oh, yeah. that's the best option. <laughs> that does sound like a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Since I don't have a bell, just because of that. How <laughs> sad. Okay, so we have almost a plan. Just give me one person to tell me what's going on. So six is gonna ride off to the city ahead of everyone on sweet. Sweetling? Sweetening? Sweetening. Sweetening. Mm-hmm. And um, everyone else is going to continue forward at a pace that they're currently going at. Yep. Free. Okay. She's a good girl. She speaks common, according to Aww. this information here. <laughs> well, not speak, but like understand. That's an important distinction. <laughs> Yeah. Six is gonna talk her ear off. <laughs> Wrong word choice. <laughs> Aw. This is chatty as hell. <laughs> now, I have a question uh, regarding mm-hmm. Fine Steed. 
because yeah. the steed comes from you, a paladin, does the steed count as like like some sort of arcane or like celestial type of being? The steed has the statistics of the chosen form, though it's a celestial fey or fiend your Thank choice you. instead of its normal type. I'm yeah. gonna assume we're going with fey. Yep. Yeah. It's the Oath of Ancients uh, aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Nice. I love her. Does Sweetening have like flowers growing in her mane then? Yes. They're um they're dandelions. She's all white. <gasps> and Six is just like, like stroking her mane. He's stoked about Aww. this. It's very soft. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so you organize all of that. Um I I guess. Yeah. Sweetening. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and Six goes ahead. Six, are you taking anything with you? Um, like my stuff. And okay. Uh, and you're going straight to your uncle's. Yeah. Or are you going to the the mercenary company? Go to my uncle first. Okay. Um. Do I, I guess I would go to wherever I think he is. What time of day is it? Um, it will be past dark. Okay. Which means that he'll probably yeah, be Yeah, so at I home. go to his house. Not much of a partier. Okay, uh, we will catch up with you. And let's get back to the party as you make your way towards the city, right? Six, do you have a knife? Uh, I believe I have a dagger. Let me check. If not, I have a handy bedroll. <laughs> <laughs> the attack bedroll. Um, I have claws. At least one of my hands. Oh, yeah, and I do have daggers. Good. Okay. Stay safe. Okay. So, as night falls, the cart that the party is in trudges along, and at long last you reach the last hill before going down towards the city. And you can see a lot of the lights of the city still glowing, those weird lights slowly bobbing in the streets. A couple of houses still, you know, people are getting ready for bed. The city is slowly going to sleep. The Moon above shines off the glass bridge as it crosses the river. The river passes through the city, through the different districts, starting with the artisans, closer to the north where you're coming from, through past the plaza where the giant statue of Elthana catches the moon's rays, and then under the Garden Heights district up on its hill next to the palace where the Lord sits. So, the party heads in. And before you get to the gate, before you get to the first buildings, Carpathius is going to ask you to halt. And he is going to ask, um, how are we going to hide, how are we hiding this body? What are we Gosh, what are we going to do? You know, I just sort of a problem with this plan. 
How the hell are we supposed to know where Six has gone? That is fair. I don't know if Six mentioned it other than I'm going to see my uncle. Who is this? Yeah. Maybe he'll find us when we get there. Yeah, I just, I want to say he would have told you, but I didn't. So I'm just going to say that he didn't. (laughs) That he just raised off. But Carpathius (laughs) might know because he's more familiar Mm -hmm. with the mercenary company. So he might know where I might have gone. Maybe. Um... At least, I think that's what Six would assume. He's like, mm-hmm. Carpathius will know. Uh, I think Carpathius um, knows where to find the address, but he doesn't know it off the top of his head. Okay. Like, he, he knows where to find the person who knows the the address book by heart, right? The secret address book of where people live when they're not busy saving the world. <laughs> so... Uh, if needed, he could bring you to that location, um, or you can go to a different location. But right now, you're kind of smuggling a body and a tied-up gnome into the city. So, how are we figuring that part out? Well, we have a wagon. Mm-hmm. We just throw blankets over both of them. Carpathius can get us through, right? Can't you? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I I guess I can. Um, just make sure everything's... Make sure everything's good in the back, okay? Okay. What does good in the back mean, Carpathius? Um, well, I don't know. Just, you know, nothing suspicious. Don't look suspicious. I'll take my sun goggle things off and put them away. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I gave those to Zira. Oh, I thought you had an extra pair that you gave to her. Sure, I have multiple pairs. The lunettes. <laughs> My lunettes. I love them. Good. Okay. Could I get a deception check from Ilavara then? Yes. Okay. Why am I the suspicious one? <laughs> no, you're just, you're, you piped up. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Oh, I rolled an 18 with plus nothing. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you all managed to drive into the city uh, without issue. The guard at the gate waves you all in. You're probably one of the last people in for the day. Jeez. <laughs> what? No, I'm just glad we got through. <laughs> yeah. Just imagine if they had like wanted to search the back immediately just body <laughs> of someone who's very important and uh someone whose face is known which is kind of a big deal when it comes to like medievalish type places right not like there are photos of them around um okay let's pop back to 6 okay just gonna be knocking on his door in the middle of the night. Uncle! Uncle! Okay. First <laughs> question, front door or back door? Um, I guess... Six always uses the back door. <laughs> yeah, sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just... <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> 
Fucking ruin me. <laughs> Uncle! He just starts throwing stones at his window. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> like pebbles. But aren't you like a prissy boy? Can you even throw pebbles? He's like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. And like, barely hitting the window. One of them lands on the uh. sill. He looks back at the sweetening. And he's just like, yeah, this guy, am I right? <laughs> she nods. She's like, <laughs> okay, so, um, the house of Master Dragonheart, uh, if I, let me know if I get this wrong, but I would call this the, the seaworthy estate. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Ooh. Okay. The seaworthy estate is in the fancy part of town. It's in, um, in, like, an older part of town, the Garden Heights District. So you had to ride through the whole city. Your part of town, the part of town where you live, is not the part of town where there are readily stables in which to put your mammoth donkey. Maybe there's, like, a nice little ring, bridal ring at the front porch of the house but otherwise there isn't a stable this is very much a residential neighborhood with nice gardens in the back <laughs> the house itself is uh old i wouldn't say it's falling apart but it certainly has a considerable amount of ivy growing it's three stories not that big but certainly it's very well established and in a very good part of town. Sweetening. So you can yes. poop where you want. <laughs> no. <laughs> Does she poop? She's magic. <laughs> Wait, she doesn't need to poop. Sorry, I have to pause this game to Google do fake poop. Oh. <laughs> uh, what if it's just like very like I don't know. Rainbows. Just like pristine. Yeah. Glitter. Okay. <laughs> So, um, after a bunch of knocking, throwing some rocks, maybe taking out a boombox or something, I'm not sure <laughs> how far Six is gonna go, um, the door opens, and it is a, a young blue dragonborn. This is Teva, your uncle's apprentice, uh, cause he cannot always be arsed with you. And Teva goes, <laughs> Oh, did you forget your keys again? Six, this is like the third time this week. We have more important things to discuss right now than my, uh, than my keys, okay? Let me in. Please. I, yeah, you live here. I, no, I don't. What even is this? I live at the workshop, right? Or, I'm, wait, I thought you lived here. Oh, <laughs> well, I can live here. That's fine. It's okay. Okay. That's fine. But I made your bedroom safe. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, I can live here. Uh -huh. That's fine. <gasps> okay. So you walk in, there's still some lights up. Um, Teva was obviously doing some late night reading, because Teva studies really well, probably. I wouldn't say better than you, but, you know. Teva. <sighs> What's going on? Where is my uncle? Uh, he... He just went to bed a little while ago. I, he was 
He was really tired. Well, you know, a bunch of people got hurt, so he was out helping. Six is going to stomp off to his uncle's bedroom and knock on the door. <laughs> uncle! 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 Master Dragonheart comes down the stairs in a heavy sweater and robe and asks, What's going on? Ugh, six. The, the Master Spellwright is dead. Excuse me? I, I saw him. The Master Spellwright is dead. That was not the Master Spellwright. That was an imposter. He narrows his eyes and it ends up with the effect that he looks extremely angry because of all of the wrinkles on his sphinx cat skin. <laughs> and then he looks at Tave and says, okay, grab your books. We're going. We're going to go figure out what this is. And he runs back upstairs. Let's head back to the party. And the party is headed to the First Bastion Mercenary Guilds. Is that right? Uh, uh, Hannah doesn't know where we're going. That's fair. <laughs> Someone let Hannah know where they're going, where she's going, so that we can get directions. I have no idea either. I guess. I think... Because that's where Carpathia works with them, right? Yeah, yeah. He would okay. be able to give you directions. So, um, would anyone like to tell me where we're actually going now we've got inside? A six didn't really say. Um, uh, this is Carpathius. I guess we should head to the Mercenary Guild? Mercenary Company? Uh, okay, um... Right, um, yeah, just... Uh, directions? Just... Uh, okay, uh, could you... Okay, make a, make a left up ahead at the... Yep. Okay. And then after the bridge, go about two blocks, and that's going to be on your right. Uh, no, left, Hannah. Left. But you what? <laughs> the other, the other right. There is no no oh, stop. <laughs> um, could yeah, I so we get... head to the first bastion then. <laughs> yeah. Um, could I get a stealth check from someone who is part of the cart? Please not either of us, uh, either Hannah or your. Or a deception check. That also I, might work. Okay. I do have plus six to stealth, so I could okay. do that if you like. Yeah. Go for it, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, I only rolled a 12. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Okay. So generally, you're able to uh, keep off popular throughways, um, but it's, it's hard navig navigating with a large cart. Right. But you're able to, you know, take a pause, look around the corner, make sure there isn't a giant line of people coming out of the bar or something. And Illavar is able to help guide you through without any major issues. Okay, so you make your way through the city, and it is a long run because the First Bastion Mercenary Company is located on the other side of the city up by the courts, the large government buildings, that's all the way to the southwest. So the First Bastion Mercenary Company makes their base in the old fort. This is the old palace of the city. A couple hundred years ago, this palace was given over to them as a big thank you from the city. And also, the city was making a larger, more impressive fortification. 
So this building is, I want to say, between 150 and 200 feet wide. It has uh, large double doors at the front, maybe three feet tall, and it's surrounded by four spires at four corners of a stone wall that have large bushes around them. Uh, Kind of a privacy situation going on there. Uh, You can see one or two towers in the middle of the building that have caught snow on them still. And overall, it's it's impressive. This is one of the older buildings of the city, and they've kept it up. They've kept up the stonework and made sure that everything around it is well taken care of. There is a front gate. To the right of the front gate is the entrance to stables. Around the side, there is a side gate that's generally for deliveries to the kitchens. and. That's what you know so far. There's also a board right next to the front gate with some listings. So these are uh, requests of the company. These are the company writing uh, wanted posters. It's a bit of a back and forth. As we get that, I'm literally just going to turn to Carpathia and say, well, um, yours the only one here with any... Uh, rights to be in there, so we'll wait out here, I guess. Oh, no, I, um, we can, we can all go. I, maybe we no. should. No, no, we can't. That we not, that would leave the cart unattended. Oh, good point. Maybe we should go around the side and then we can back in the cart. Would that be easiest? Or we can go get someone inside and bring them out. I think considering all we need is directions to wherever Six's uncle, his house is, I I don't think it needs more than just you and one other person going inside. He sighs and nods and says, okay, okay, who wants to come inside? I mean, I can come. It's not... I've been sitting down doing this diving for a little bit. I would like to get up and stretch my legs if possible. <laughs> okay. Okay, let's go. Let's do this. Yes, as she gets down, she will like very pointedly make a show of like stretching and doing like various well, different stretches to like actually get limber up again. <laughs> actually professionally knowledgeable in stretches too yeah i'm just picturing her stretching in armor though like yeah trying to imagine if it would clink or if it would like be some scraping noises or (laughs) oh probably (laughs) but yeah if i were there i would be impressed (laughs) (laughs) what are we going to do about the body carpathius um is it fine to leave here for now well, you guys are hanging in there. Yeah, we're staying with... Oh, we are? Mm-hmm. What if it stinks, Carpathias? <laughs> I... well... Um, we'll just... we'll get someone. We'll get someone right away. <sighs> She'll just sigh, but she's gonna stand up in the cart and also stretch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she has a lot of deck, so she's very limber. <laughs> just like, leg behind the head. Just... Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not trying to show off in front of yours. Fine. This is just how it is. Uh, Carpathius and Hannah reach the front, and um, there is a little. There's a little rope coming down with a knot at the end, one end on Hannah's side, and Carpathia's like, um, well, uh, ring the bell, I guess. Um, okay. She pulls the rope. Okay. Uh, you actually don't hear anything, but a few minutes pass, and there are sounds of someone moving a bar from the door. The door opens, and there is a man on the other side holding a lantern. He is kind of grizzled, definitely a bit tired, but he's not in pajamas or anything. He's just in a sturdy cloak, and he opens the door and asks, uh, What's your business? Is, is that, is that Carpathius? Yes, I'm. I don't know why you're asking me. I'm just the hired help. Sorry. Um, I thought you were gone for a while. And before Carpathius wasn't even working, and he's been excommunicated. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> this is just oh. a really long build-up to like burn notice the D and D game. Oh. So, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. I excuse me. Um. Uh, what's your business at this hour? Anna doesn't know what to do. She's the hired. She's like, as far as she knows, she's the hired help. Carpathius is there to get the address, so she's just like, both of them waiting for the other to take the lead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not doing this on purpose, but it's still funny to me. I don't know, I feel like it's in character. <laughs> <laughs> it's completely in character. Completely. And uh, Carpathius um, kind of leans forward and not very loudly says, I, uh, I, I think we actually need to speak to Hyacinth, the Sheen, right now. And the guy behind the door uh, just kind of solemnly does a nice nod. It's like, mm. right, right. Come on in. And turns and goes towards the front door and waits for you there. Yes. I'll follow in. Okay. So, can I get a perception check from Hannah? Yep. Yeah. Uh, 14. Okay. Uh, with a 14, you notice as you walk through the door that the arch of the gate is absolutely covered in runes. And when you walk through, they do light up briefly, and then dim slowly. It's definitely uh, some sort of magic-y thing. Say friend and enter? Not quite. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's important. It's important to have different types of protections, maybe. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Okay, so do you walk forward? Yep. Okay. And this guy gives you a bit of a nod again, and opens up the first the front door. Yeah, as as like she goes through the arch and watches the runes do their do their thing, she just looks at it and just thinks, "Oh, magic! I don't understand," and just goes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So 
You enter a large hall that spans the full length of the building. It is not currently lit. However, there is someone reading at the long table. And you can see the outline of a rug, because it's important to not trip on rugs when you're entering a new house of very powerful people. There are several doors on either side, and this building, uh, this room, the walls are lined with portraits and taxidermied heads of monsters and other accoutrement related to the adventuring history of the First Bastion Mercenary Company. And uh, this van leads you forward towards one side door across from across from the table. Uh he doesn't he doesn't make mention to the small humanoid reading at the table, but he opens a door which is not locked, goes through a small hallway, and then another door that enters into the kitchen, where a very tall fur bulk woman is brewing some tea. I love all of them. Oh. <laughs> like, anytime they stop, we're kind of just mm-hmm. Hannah's just, like, standing at ease, like like she was taught to in the military. This is this is a lot of people around her that are more important than her. So she's just, like, standing at ease, sort of hoping to be looked over and kind of forgotten as just the bodyguard. <laughs> right. Okay. When you enter the kitchen, the man holds the door for you. Um, he does a, a brief cough under his breath, just, you know, announcing his presence without talking too much, just a little. <clears throat> uh, and then he exits the door and goes off to you don't know where. And so the uh, furbolg woman turns to you. She is about seven feet tall. I wrote down as a height reference, uh, does need to duck when going through a standard doorway. I really only have my height references in reference to doorways, um, <laughs> doors, <laughs> door-sized references. But uh, if she were in your house today, uh, she would need to duck to enter a doorway. She is mixing from three or four different jars of loose leaf tea. She has gray blue skin and uh, auburn red hair that comes down way past her shoulders. And on her head is a yellow flower crown. And she just smiles and says, Ah, well, welcome, I guess. What seems to be the problem? Just kind of like very quietly say to Carpathius, "Hi, there's a very colorful crew around here." <sighs> yeah, and they seem to still all be awake at this hour. Uh, we'll have to think about that later. Uh, hi, hey, how how are you doing, Hyacinth? Um, I'm doing okay. It's just, it's been a long day, you know. I'm actually surprised you're back so soon. I thought it would take much longer. Um, and who's this? Oh, um, I am just uh, Zahayad Help, uh, Hannah Mothwatcher. She's still standing at ease, like, hand behind, hands behind her back in, like, a, 
upright position. Uh, would you like some tea? Uh, I don't drink hot drinks, thank you, though. Oh, okay. Um, well, I... So what, what brings you back so fast? And so late, too? Uh, there's just some information we need to get to Master Dragonheart fairly quickly, but, um, his nephew didn't tell us where he lives and went off ahead of us. So I, none of us know where to go to find him. So we were told, Carpathius told me that maybe you would be able to help. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, that, that tracks. (laughs) (laughs) And she grabs one of the uh, Benny scrap papers around this pretty busy kitchen. Think, think dorm room kitchen, but it's fresher, fresher stuff, more turnover. <laughs> right? And picks up one of the papers around and writes down an address, hands it to Carpathius, and says, um, "Well, uh, I hope everything's okay, but." It's it's been a long day, and the, you know, we ended up turning the barracks into a hospital room. So, um, I am going to get some rest. If you need anything else, you know, give me a holler. As far as I know, that should be it. Thank you. And she just bows slightly. Uh, she smiles warmly at you from from way up above. <laughs> okay, you have an address. Yes. Uh, we have the address, Carpathius. Um, I'd like to get going. I feel outclassed. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, sure. Okay, okay, let's go. Back the way we came. Oh, through the door, through the door, yep. to the main hall. Uh, could I get a perception check again? Yep. Oh, that's a seven. I don't see shit. No, you do not. <laughs> I I believe though with a seven that means that you uh managed to not trip over a rug on your way out. <laughs> very nice. good. Very good. Okay, so what's everyone doing back at the car? When Hannah gets back, you'll notice she definitely looks like a little sheepish, maybe? Like a little put out. Oh. Oh. This kills the fighter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So in while they were gone, Ilavara had like stretched and then went back to sitting and probably was just sitting in the cart quietly, just like cross legged and almost meditating, but with her eyes open, watching mm. Zerabel. <laughs> That's not creepy. Uh yours been kinda quiet too, unless like prompted for anything, and then they'll perk up like usual. Hmm. They kind of sit next to the body. We're not creepy. No, <laughs> this is weird. just normal stuff. <laughs> God, I want to RP, but I don't think in this instance I have much to say, unfortunately. That's fair. You can glare in an RP. They can be quiet together. Yeah. You can get some weird uncertain looks from from <laughs> uh, <laughs> unsure no. <laughs> Does she say anything or pipe up at all? Um, no, but uh, she does 
recognize where you are and hunker down a little bit more. So... Is it like when uh, you're riding in the back of a pickup truck as a kid, and then they're like, mm-hmm. the cops are coming, <laughs> and you, like, hide? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it's that. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> so she's just kind of in some sort of awkward hiding position while Ilvara is staring at her. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay this is gonna be interesting because um the body comes to life no zombies Um, no not in this world (laughs) (laughs) oh right yeah there's no zombies no i'm dead in this world the dead work perfectly fine here the dead aren't the problem for once No. Um, because I think right around this time, um, Six comes back. Make Six and Party is able to make his way to the house. If that's not too much of a contrivance, I think that works with the timeline we'd set out, right? Can I roll luck and see if we run into each other? Sure. I know luck's not a stat. <laughs> Give me a, a, a d20, and each one represents <laughs> the 200 feet of road that... I rolled no. a six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... Um, I think in terms of brevity, it makes sense for you to come in at some point. Because I I don't think, even though he is mm-hmm. Master Dragonheart, I don't think he keeps, like, a carriage around, right? He doesn't, like, keep... Yeah. Keeping a horse is a project. <laughs> yeah, so... He may have, like, called up a, an Uber. <laughs> no. No, that, that actually works. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a rickshaw. Um, yeah. Go to the nearest populous corner, and here comes your your party in a rickshaw. Except that six is not allowed to be in the rickshaw. Six is on <laughs> sweetening. Sweetening. Oh. <laughs> so down the road you see six leading a procession. It's so dark. Yeah, it is. Oh wait, no, I have night vision, but I so I do see them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, there they are! Yay! Okay. Look, Uncle, I have friends! <laughs> <laughs> Here they are! Sorry. Ah, uh, good. I forgot his voice already. <laughs> Fuck it's me, okay. though. That runs in the family. <laughs> that runs in the family. Ah, <laughs> uh, good for you! Nephew. <laughs> um, is this where the problem is? I don't, I think I'm going to say that he can't use an inside voice, but he's also trying to be subtle, and that's going to be like the way you know that it's of a relation to six. 
Indeed, uncle. <laughs> and uh, Six is going to jump off of Sweetening and race over to the to the um to the cart. cart. Yeah. And sort of like pull off the blanket with a dramatic flourish from the corpse. Oh dear. <laughs> oh. Oh boy. Oh, oh gosh. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh let's get off the main road. Um, Teva steps out of the rickshaw, does the payment, carries a giant load of books, which she's perfectly capable of carrying because she is built. (laughs) (laughs) Teva! The Six realizes what he just did after his uncle announces that they get off the main road. Get and that. he's like, oh yeah, discretion's a thing. <laughs> and he throws the blanket back over the cart. And also telling us where we were supposed to go was is also a thing. We found you. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's 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 not like this is a pattern or anything. No, not at all. I'm glad you're safe, Six. She just huffs and sits in the carriage. Um, Carpathius does run up to Master Dragonheart and starts, um, just starts apologizing in general, just like, uh, uh, yeah, no, um, I'm so sorry, uh, we, we'll just, we'll, we'll go around the back or something, I, uh, yeah, I didn't expect this, yeah, mm-hmm. Elevara will stand up and just bow very deeply to uncle right friends friends what are your friends names six ah okay um so here we have ilavara pleasure your pleasure and hannah mothwatcher pleasure yes and carpathius Ah, we of course you seem acquainted Mm -hmm. yes okay and uh, who else am I missing? Must spell right. And um, you. Zerbell's like hidden under a pile of <laughs> the dead man. He, oh no! He reaches. He reaches into the cart and picks up Zerbell by the scruff of her coat, <laughs> and he's like, "We just found this one. I'm not. I. I'm kind of blanking on her name." Please pardon my negligence, but you'll have to introduce yourself, little gnome. She's like trying to hide her face. Well, that's everyone. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Everyone, this is my uncle, Tabithaniel, Seaworthy, the Master Dragonheart, Uncle Extraordinaire, and Teb. <laughs> yes, yes, that's enough. That's enough. Okay. Let's just, uh. Oh, oh gosh, I need to find the paperwork, too. Oh. Okay. Around the back. Around the back. And then. 
I don't think he saw you guys come out, so he will just ask, Okay, Carpathius, could you just go find Hyacinth? (laughs) (laughs) And he leads you to the back door and opens it. I mean, it it has some protections on it, so he has to do some work with the lock. He's able to open it, and it enters into a courtyard. And again, the instant Hannah sees any magic going on, she just blanks out. Blank face. (laughs) Um, Carpathius goes back inside the front entrance and runs through. And Teva's stuck behind carrying books, but like it's like a fireman's carry. It's like, it's very, very steady. Everyone's very athletic today. <laughs> yep. Six just glowers. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> he almost looks like his uncle when he does so. <laughs> A few wrinkles away. <laughs> yeah, so Master Dragonheart directs um, you all to grab the body and bring the body inside the kitchen. Hmm. Yet, Hannah has no reason to not do this, so she just over the shoulder again. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yep, okay. <laughs> Um, is anyone going to uh, be in charge of Zirabel at this point? I will. Okay. So we've got a babysitter. We've got Master Dragonheart. We cut to him swiping whatever is on the kitchen table, off the kitchen table, doesn't matter what it is, <laughs> and the, just the thunk of a body laying on the kitchen table as you all kind of stand around and go, uh, well, shit. I kind of look at Hyacinth with a very, I'm very sorry about this situation. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, she definitely looks very tired. And um, uh, Master Dragonheart directs Carpathius to, and gives him a key and says, go see if he has a will in his office. And Carpathius runs out. So you have the tableau of the party standing around. Kind of waiting. When was the doppelganger last seen? Uh, could I get a persuasion check from Ilavara? So fuck. That's okay. You can, you I can didn't say fine. please. It'll be fine. Thanks, I rolled a three! And six <laughs> help. Six is uh, just one. Sure. Please. Yes. Yes, you may help. Six is like, yes, I, I don't know. Uh, when that was, Uncle, do you know? And what do I roll? Just like a persuasion check, please. Okay. And then we'll take the higher, call it advantage. Did 24. you roll with advantage? Oh, with advantage? No, no. Um, we're rolling without advantage because you. Oh, I didn't. Need I mean, to roll. theoretically, Anna should be the one to roll because it would be Anna check with advantage for Ilavara. Okay. okay, so just give Anna. Another persuasion, I guess, then. I thought I was supposed to roll something. Can I take something. six's persuasion? No, you can't. No. <laughs> no, it. But you may roll higher. Okay. I did roll 12. Okay. That is higher. So, uh, with with six's help, Ilavara's question is uh, better received than it could have been. <laughs> as it may have been uh, delivered a little bluntly, as is... Um, 
how she does. And uh, Master Dragonheart says, well, I finished. I was helping Hyacinth in the hospital room, but I ended up going home early since I was dead tired. I guess he came back here, grabbed a couple things, then went home. And Hyacinth goes, Yes, well, I saw him. I saw Master Spillwright, but I guess, I guess it wasn't Master Spillwright. Um, I saw him stop by. Uh, he stopped by the office to pick up a few things. I thought he was going to look over his notes or something of the day or, uh, look over some of the items he picked up. What items did he pick up? Well, um, he he'd found he said he found like a scroll or something, and we'd found uh, one of the sculpture sculptors. One of the sculptors had a specific type of hammer that he said was magically imbued. So I just thought it was something like that, where it, you know he has notes on these types of things and a, a big history collection at his house. Well, to be fair, there's no reason for anyone to be just suspicious at that point, so... Oh, of course. I mean, I guess he was a little short with us. Shorter, a little not as talkative as usual, but that's just... Sometimes he gets that way when he's very intense about a certain situation, so I just assumed it was the stress of the situation. Was there any other strange behavior? Uh, not that I could tell. Thank you. I guess, now they think about it, I don't think I saw him cast anything. Except for, like, like, you know, little fireworks and stuff, but overall, I don't think he really did anything... anything magical, really, on the way back. Mm. Anything, uh... Yeah. Well, would he have had any reason to? No, he wouldn't have. Does he usually just cast extravagant magic spells willy-nilly-like? Well, I wouldn't say they're extravagant, but sometimes he'll he'll do like a little sending or something for us, or give a message ahead. Something little like that, but it's still, you know, it still takes effort. Of course. Did he have his stuff on him? Like the book? Weren't we looking for? His wand? <laughs> and she uh, yeah, he had, um, he had his ring, and she holds up, and she has a similar ring. And he had his spell book, and he had his wand, as per usual. It would have been unusual if he didn't have those. What kind of ring is it? Um, it is a master's ring. So it is... The ring represents the position at the First Bastion Mercenary Company. Okay. So, um, your uncle probably has one too, although I'm not sure exactly how cat pops work. So he might just keep it like as a necklace. I mean, I'm wearing three rings, so <laughs> he figures it out Fair. somehow too. Um, I keep on thinking of like, Robin Hood. Yeah, that's kind of thick, thick fingers. Thick fingers thick with little claws mm -hmm. at the end or something. Yeah. But, um, so is it like the ring that 
I just took <laughs> that was like the amethyst ring that we found near the it body. It is not. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that wasn't found on the body. I uh, think it was found in the in safe. The safe? Yeah. Safe. Okay. <laughs> does the corpse have any ring? Um, no, the corpse does not have um, any rings on it. Can I do investigation to see if there's like a tan line or something where a ring would have been? Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. 21. Did I roll with advantage? Well, you rolled with advantage yeah, by, so accident, by accident. So what did I... How do I... I just clicked on um, it. It's a toggle on your sheet. Oh, so okay. Okay, well, it. if you want to just take the lower I'll one. Take first, yeah. yeah. So, so that's, that's going to be a four. And <laughs> no, but I, I think when you walk over to try to touch the body at all, your uncle kind of slaps your hand away. Like, oh, my. have respect. Hmm. Didn't have to be so mean about it. No. Um, yeah, so um, after some awkward questions, if you have any more questions, anyone? Uh, the only question going through Hannah's own head is how far out of her depth she is with magic. <laughs> and again, there's lots of cool people around her. She's feeling very... Uh, what? How did I say before? Sheepish. Yeah, sheepish and, like, outclassed. Um, at some point, Carpathius comes back um, and hands Hyacinth the scroll and kind of just stands back against the wall. And Hyacinth opens it and says, Well, um, it looks like we do have an order. Okay. Okay, so six inches over and he's like, Hannah. Hannah. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Remember earlier what I said about when, you know, about the sword and everything? Yes? You're special. Don't forget it. Uh, okay, thank you. Yeah, no problem. And he, like, gives her, like, he, like, wraps one arm around her back as, like, a little quick one-arm hug and then <laughs> side hug. One arm side hug <laughs> and then sort of like side steps away. It was adorable. <laughs> so cute. Uh yeah, so Hyacinth opens the scroll, kind of goes through it. I mean when when I say she opens the scroll, she's basically opening it. Easily the bottom part of the scroll is five feet off the ground. Uh, and she says, yeah. Okay, so it looks like, yeah, there it is. I thought so, but I just wanted to check. He does have a reincarnate order in his will. So, okay. Okay, so um, we were there the other night, and we still have a couple of days left, but we should do this as soon as possible. There are some materials to reincarnate him, but it's it's back at his house. We should probably go there anyway to see what the imposter might have stolen or done. So, yeah. <laughs> or apprehend him if he's if he's a bed if he is a bed, not if he is a bed. <laughs> 
I mean, he can shapeshift. Oh my god. <laughs> what if he's a bitch? It's okay. <laughs> what if he's a bitch? Six just has a faraway look. <laughs> it's okay, he has to... Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Okay. Hmm. Your feels bad for, like, <laughs> putting this in his head. <laughs> okay. Hyacinth is going to uh, take another piece, take another note, and make a note of what you're to look for. And I I think she will do a very high-pitched yawn and apologize, because it has just been... It has been brutal. Um, yeah. Six is gonna go so, check on Hannah again. Hannah, are you alright? Yes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, you still look a little uncomfortable. I just wanted to say, remember, there are things you can do that other people in this room cannot do. Right? Yeah, she just points the short sword on her hip. <laughs> exactly. You got it. You belong here. Pep talk over. Goodbye. <laughs> And he, like, walks away. He's also not very subtle, still, like, sidestepping away. <laughs> not before giving another, like, half one-arm bro-hug thing. <laughs> Yora looks at Ilivara like, this is, this is really adorable, but is this gonna be... <laughs> I think it's just making her more awkward. <laughs> Ilivara just looks at Hannah. Looks at your nod. <laughs> <laughs> um, Master Dragonheart calls across the room to Teva and says, Okay, we, we need to be in the library. Uh, Carpathius, would you mind making us some tea or something before you go? Just something to perk us up, I don't know. You know where to find us, I guess. This is- Do you need me for anything, uncle? No, no, we're fine. We're we're fine. Okay. We're gonna do fine. Thanks. Uh, can, okay. Can I get an insight check from yeah. uh, you or anyone else who wants to? I want to do one too. Okay, let's all do it. Sure. Yay! Hell yeah! Nah, Hannah's not gonna do one. She's still trying to remain unseen, <laughs> <laughs> which is you know difficult when the loud member. Yeah. Just <laughs> you, you and Zira both just like. Slowly, like, melting into the stove. <laughs> Where are you going, Gnome? Uh, 21. That's 21 and 8, and is 14. 14 yeah, and more. I Very nice. Mm -hmm. So good at this. Uh, as Teva passes the kitchen table where Master Spellroid is laid out, Ilavar doesn't quite, doesn't quite catch on, but Teva just kind of Looks absolutely terrified, looking at the corpse of this very powerful person, and then runs off. <laughs> Six is, like, smirking to himself. Hey, hey. Yeah. This is quite the revelation <laughs> for everybody. I feel bad for when the news gets out. Um, so... Well, he's going to be reincarnated, so... It's not that bad. Heisen or... <laughs> pipes up and just, um... Well, I mean, 
reincarnation is kind of difficult. Sometimes it doesn't always work, and sometimes you don't get the original body you had. But um, a lot of people consider it better than not being back at all, which seems to be the alternative. It's about 50-50, I found. Mm. She uh, does address everyone and say, uh, I think we have some, like an extra room, or maybe if you, you can leave tonight, but if you wanted to stay, I certainly the bathhouse is empty at this hour. Uh, yeah. I would very much appreciate sleeping. We have been on the road for a while, and I did, I was the one doing the driving all the time. So. Right, that's what I guessed. Okay. Okay, yeah. So if you, if you go out, if you go out the kitchen door and then you, you make a right, and the bathhouse is pretty, pretty evident right there. And like I said, it should be empty at this hour, so everything will be fine. Okay, um, thank you. And I'm just going to follow those directions. I want to go to bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Six is like, Ilavara. Yes. Do you still have that scroll on you? Or the book, the book rather. Yes, it was a book. Yes. With the... Hmm. (laughs) Just checking. Maybe another time. Do you want it? Oh, well, yes, thank you. I will gladly accept that. I'm not going to give it to him. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm going to inside check his reaction. Okay. (laughs) 16. <laughs> he, he just looks a little, like, disappointed, like... Eyes are just narrowing on him. <laughs> he's just been offered something and then told, well, too bad. And he's like, oh. <laughs> Why do you want this book, Six? I just like magic stuff. Is it not evil? Is it? Is it evil? We found it in the Master Spellwright's library. You found it in the Lorekeeper's library. Oh, we it's found okay. it in the Lorekeeper's library. Right next to that troll blood. Right next to the troll evil. blood. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Extra evil. The paladin knows. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we found it in the Lorekeeper's library. So I suppose it is probably evil now that you bring it up. But what is evil? What is good? <laughs> what is neutral? Six, I, this book is evil. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just saying I learned comprehend languages. So, uh. What does this mean, Six? You can read the book now. Yes, but I have to cast a ritual. I can't just do it. But if you don't want me to, I won't. I understand where my <laughs> services are not required. Ilvar is just measuring him with her eyes, just like arms crossed, eyes narrowed. I enjoy surprises, okay? It's like it's like um opening a present, you know? Maybe you'll summon a demon? Maybe who knows? No, Six, you do not get the book. Okay. 
Okay, that's fair. I'll just read, uh, Your Pet Slime and You. I picked it up from the Lord Keeper's library. I suppose it must be evil, but I'll have to content myself with it, as this is one of the books that I have to read tonight. Good. Were all the kids at magic school this wild? <laughs> no, this is what you guys got sprayed. We <laughs> uh, had some sp- spritz the six. I, um, <laughs> what? <laughs> I think that covers it. I think um, everyone is going to take a long rest. Great. In, in the, in setting up tents of the bathhouse. I guess you can all wash if you want. No thanks. City in Snow is part of Novi Studios and takes place in the setting of Lanamora ages before the events of the Legends of Lanamora podcast. To find more City in Snow content, share your thoughts or predictions on Twitter at City in Snow, one word. Thanks again to my wonderful players. How can people find you all? I'm Anna and you can find my work on Twitter at UnrulyCrypted or AnnaHannon.com. I'm Lane, and you can find whatever it is that I do, including my incredibly strange brand of posting at Line the Order on Twitter. I'm Izzy, and you can find me and my art and writings at Squishy Night on Twitter. I'm Miranda, and you can find me at Brotato Farm on Itch, Twitter, and other places. And I'm Lizzie. And you can find me at L-I-Z-Y underscore B-R on Twitter. To check out more shows and streams from Novi Studios, check out novistudio.io. That's N-O-V-I studio.io. That's everything. Thank you. Thank you.